0: And sometimes there are things from the past that can inspire what you're going to be doing in the future.
1: Find your mojo and get your rhythm and then keep doing.
0: And they're seeing things from their perspective, but it's it's on a big screen.
1: In the Room 52, Jokers Wild.
0: Well, this show will be going out on the 20th of October, 2020. That's when people will get chance to see it for the first time and the following sunday is when the clocks go back and we've been looking at this term about falling back and springing forwards which has caught our imagination because garvin i think you'd been looking at uh, something that Dwayne johnson had talked about regarding falling forward
1: uh, now, that's, I think I touched on it in one of our earlier episodes and I was watching some motivational speech by Dwayne to, I think it was a bunch of football, American football players. And in this speech, he was mentioning, he likes to put himself, his back against the wall or this imaginary wall. There's a wall behind him in his imagination, real or otherwise. And he says, there's no going back. I only go back forward. Life moves forward. Time moves forward. If you're not Doctor Who, it only goes forward if we're not in an astral projection into another multiverse. It's forward. Let's go forward. Now, what you were saying there i I was having a conversation with my mother earlier on and we were were arguing over well i did i still 53 years of age i didn't know whether the clocks go back or forward i didn't know what part of the world hemisphere i was in or actually if it even made a difference but she was saying well do you not know the saying it's you know fall forward spring no she was that this is where the conversation fall back spring forward and I was going, well, I just watched Twain Johnson. He said, fall forward. So now I'm like, are the, the are the clocks going forward or back? So that was the argument. And I say, saying, right. The right saying, and it's still questionable when you look it up on the internet, is fall back. So the clocks go back. It's going to get darker. But for us, in terms of life, life only moves forward we might stumble we might fall back we might stumble down we might try and pick ourselves up off the ground but we're only ever moving forward in time whether we're actually moving forward in our career or moving forward in our relationships that's you know to, neither here nor there but i'll give it back to we're going to Let it fall back in George's hands here. Now he can have a couple of minutes airplane. (laughs) To
0: George and not fall (laughs) back to me. No, it's interesting because I know that um, you just reminded me of a little short film I made when I was at college back in 1983. But one of the things that I was doing in that story was that there was a character that always could only move forward. Because every time they took a step forward, wherever they just came from fell away. So they couldn't actually literally turn around and go backwards. And that that was actually following what Dwayne Johnson was talking about. And I think that's true about everything. Because if if you've ever, um, whenever you grow up in a certain place and you kind of have all these fond memories of it, whenever you go back to it, one, it's always smaller. That's because you've grown up usually. And it never meets your expectations. So you always kind of go... I wish I hadn't gone back to it because I've now lost that memory of something that was actually quite pleasant because it's never as good as it should be. And I think that's the case with jobs. Well, you
1: didn't yeah. go back.
0: And I think it's the same with jobs.
1: You didn't go back in the
0: sense. Sorry.
1: sorry. Yeah, well,
0: I, I know that in a number of jobs, um, although you may enjoy a particular job at a particular time, when it comes to an end, you don't want to go back into it because it's never the same. You want to look forward and mo- and spring into what the future could actually give you. And I think that that's actually quite important as well in a lot of things that we're doing now, because we're not looking backwards. We're actually just moving forwards. And the only, the only reason why we might look backwards briefly is just to see whether or not we can gauge where we are just for a brief time. But again, there's a lot of sayings about when you plough a field, never look backwards, otherwise the line will go all over the place. Keep looking forward, keep going straight. And that's the best way to be.
1: I well, hope to God, I'm not plowing fields. Actually, I'm already worrying. If that's what's happening, and I'm driving a big tractor or, or Massey Ferguson and I'm plowing a field. There's already a problem. Now, it's not a problem. It's just in my perception, it wouldn't be a saying I'd be coming up with because I wouldn't have used that language to begin with. And I suppose, depending on whether you're rural or, rural or a city by, you, you're you have the saying, that's for that area. So if I was growing up in a city... I'd have I probably have a similar saying and I don't know what it is it'll come to me later on but there's it's it's like you said if we revisit our youth that's exactly what it was we visited we visited a location but not a place in time it was that place in time is gone because the 20 year old or 10 year old you is is 30 years in the past the location may not even be the same location because what is in that location now? Is uh, it could could be you know skyscrapers, or they could be gone, and we're back to fields. It, it's working both ways. We've got where cities were before nature has taken them back in different countries, and in, in even in the Americas, when when certain manufacturers move from a certain area, that town went to dust. There was no employment, you know, jobs left. There was no money being spent. It went. It was a height of industry at a point in time. It was a. It was part of the desert of Cowboys and. Indians at one point then it became a metropolis based on manufacturing then based on the time of day and the year in question it's going back to the dust you know so the the place as a location was always the same location but the place as a location and time had different experiences and for different people whether they're looking forward or back in time we're, you know, so we're springing forward in our, our positivity we're falling forward in our positivity as well we're saying we're not Going back. We're not going to fall back. We may stumble, but we're going to pick ourselves back up and we're going to fall gracefully forward, even if that's me running at the best of times. You know, that's how I run. I fall forward. I'm trying to catch up with my legs. I'm trying to catch up with myself. But, you know, it, when we get to get that level of grace while you're falling forward, then other people will start calling it running you might look like, um, you know, what Tom Hanks uh, and uh, what's that film now when he goes off running into the distance? Um, ah, yes. I, I know you oh, know. <laughs> but, but it's not, it's, 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 actually, it nearly came to me, but Forrest it's, Gump. you're going, you're starting to, Forrest Gump. I am, I used to look like Tom Hanks. A couple of people told me, I think they actually meant Forrest Gump and not Tom Hanks, but I was, I am Forrest I am falling for, I want to be for I'm falling forward, I'm starting to jog, I'm starting to run, there's only, I don't know where I'm going, but we're going, and we're going that direction, it's out there, there's no going back.
0: And I think that's that's important, because one of the one of the problems is that you can't solve any problems from the past, so you have to just let it go. Uh, Now, you have to learn from the mistakes and the problems that you may have encountered and use those to help you move you forward if that's a, a possibility. And sometimes there are things from the past that can inspire what you're going to be doing in the future. But it's always about how you're going to move forward and what are you going to do with the knowledge that you've now got so you can actually move forward. Because everything that you now do is allowing you to take another step forward. In fact, you can't help it. Even if you just stood still for a moment, time has gone forward. So you now need to keep on moving with it, whichever direction it is that you want to actually go. But I think with what we're doing is that we were for a short time ago, looking at some of the things that we've done over the last two years. And I think we're actually quite astounded by the amount of work that we've actually put into the venture that we're kind of getting into at this point. And we started talking about the film production academy. And I think I think briefly you were surprised about whether or not, oh, we're still going there. I said, but we haven't stopped. It's just that we hadn't parked it. We were exactly where we were going to be, regardless of what happened in the rest of the world. Because We have our imagination of where we see ourselves going, and that's driving it. That's the energy. That's the fuel that's kind of keeping our engines going, and we know that we're kind of moving forward, and we're actually enjoying all the things that we're exploring as we go on that journey, as we now know that we're equipping ourselves and becoming experts in areas that we know that we want to pass our knowledge to our potential students of a year or two years down the line, but we can see them. Where they and they're calling us forward. They're saying, "Come on, hurry up! We need you. <laughs> Get that stuff in there.
1: Get it done." <laughs> and we're kind of going, "Yeah." And that's that, that. That while you were saying that, I was remembering. Um, no, not anything in particular, but I was remembering sayings out there. But they were, and these sayings were saying, and it's back even to the power and right What does this future look like? Can you, if you can't, actually? visualize it start describing it you know give it give it material material names and places and looks and feels and and say it doesn't need to exist now but it has to be able to be verbalized it has to we have to take it out of this you know universe ghost field of fog and start manifesting it with a language and the language we were using is the film production academy where is it what's it doing what's it look like In the future, it's it's successfully got students going in and out of it, and lecturers doing X, Y, and Z, and and productions being produced, and animations being animated, and this hive of activity we can visualise. We can, in our mind's eye, we can say that's what's happening there. That there is. If we believe in some of the time uh, definitions out there, it's already it's already happening. There, we just haven't got there yet. A version of us is there, looking out windows, smiling and talking and having chits and chit chats about the project of last week and the next short and film that's going to be made and what student is going to have the have the the, the enjoyment of being on that particular project. So we are moving back and forward in this timeline of being visionary having these goals that and language start formalizing it so people sort of fall in with that language i'm going i'd like to be in the film production academy i'd love to be on that course oh when is that available what are you doing what do i have to do to get involved so and and therefore and they're trying to actually engage with something which is quite intangible in the present, but potentially very tangible in a near-to-do future. Well, what's interesting about that is that up until a few weeks ago, a lot of
0: this would have been intangible. But if people start to, one, watch these shows or listen to these shows, or even read the descriptions of these shows on YouTube and uh itunes and the likes of they'll start to see a kind of visualization of ideas in the kind of creativity that you've been writing in those stories and one of the things that i found this morning as you sent me another one to actually read through and just see whether i thought that was okay was i was actually watching the movie version of it i wasn't just reading the words i could actually see characters doing things and you know, almost like a cartoon or or a live action short movie. And I'm kind of going, well, there's a little exercise. So that has inspired me and I can see those characters doing those things. So again, why not, if you're, if you're up for it out there and watching our program and you see one of these descriptions, why not do a little animation test or an animatic and send it to us to see what your thoughts are? There's a little challenge to someone out there to see what they can do with it as well. But I think it is there. And I think no, it'd be exciting yeah. to see how we can get other people involved.
1: And the great thing you were saying as well was it's 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 not just for our student. We were saying we were talking a language of student, you know, film student, or <clears throat> now at the same time we said film student, business student, and maybe just life student. There's, there's three different markets out there. People might just want to have a, like an experience, you know, go make a film, go make a show, whatever it is. Others will want to get qualified in it so they can go, they can go work in it and they need a little bit of paper or a qualification that says they can do it. They've done some training in it. They'd like to do this and here's some proof. And then there's people that are doing it every day of the week and they find they're going to have to do it and that's the SMEs out there and the big businesses out there cuz the new doing is video the new medium is only video what falls out of the video is the audio the text and and of course the visual and a, and and if you mix all them together you've you've now got to basically you know this is your minimum to get any sort of attention in the social media world, and it's not the social media world. The social media world are your new, you know, um, routes to market. There was TV before. There was cinema, cinema before. That's where you showed your little ad, your your moving video. But now, any business, be it doctor, dentist, solicitor, barrister, anyone that wants business versus their competitor needs to be out there on these various platforms be it tiktok instagram or there's a multitude of them it doesn't matter which one but regardless of which one it is you've got to be seen and to be seen we're talking imagery you've got to be heard we're talking audio you've got to you know you can be read yeah but no one's going straight to sort of text and reading about you unless they invest their vested in, in some way with you that you warrant their energy and time to focus on some written word about you. So you've got to grab, you've got to get out there, get in front of them, get get seen, get heard, and and inform and educate and entertain. And somewhere along, about seven interactions or 10 interactions, you may even get the chance to tell them what it is you do and sell something. But you better form a relationship. So that business one, that one whereby you need to be storyboarding. You need to be writing your story. You need to be, you know, presenting your brand and presenting it well in this suite of mediums. So, therefore, be it student, be it business, or be it personal, it's one and the same. It's just whether you're getting paid or not.
0: And I think the other thing is that quite often people think this is very complicated. And I remember when I went to college, uh, my tutor said, oh, this is the hardest industry you could ever get into. And I went, oh, okay, it's the hardest industry. It is quite complex if you want it to be. But on the other hand, if you get ideas and inspired, and the more you try to keep it as simple as possible, you can be just as effective and and still manage to get out there to an audience. So it's just a case of having a go. And, and, and it You can't really just sit there and try and think, 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 think it through. You've actually got to do stuff. You've got to test things out. You've got to make mistakes. And using the technologies that are readily available to everybody, you can master something that's quite interesting. The other thing is a lot of people uh, tend to forget, because I know that when I was at at, uh, college, we would have had just uh, the ordinary television, uh, four channels. Now there are hundreds of channels and you can watch whatever your favorite shows are. But if you can get to analyze what's going on in those shows, I don't know how many, if you're about 20, goodness knows how many many shows you have actually watched during your lifetime. They reckon there's about five or six hours worth of TV. Even if it's a gaming thing that you're doing, the same principles of filmmaking are involved in the games especially the little movies at the beginning of the each each different level that you're on. So I used to get my students to analyze what's going on. Why do they enjoy those? What does it mean to them? How does it tell them about the story that they're about to enter into the game? What What information does it give them? And even watching my sons play games with their mates thousands of miles away, Uh, you start to see the certain relationships. We're back to that relationship thing again. They're interacting and they're seeing things from their perspective, but it's, it's on a big screen that you can sit there and watch like a movie and you can hear all these effects and other things going on. There is a drama involved. So if you sat down and analyze it, I know my son, what he's doing, he's video capturing the game that he's playing so he can go back later on and watch it and analyze what were the moves and things they were doing. Well, why not do the same thing? Capture something. If you watch something on DVD or you watch something on TV, go back to it. Analyse one of the favourite scenes. Work out why it is you liked it, and can you recreate it? Now I know on YouTube there's a great movie. Some some guy had done his one pound version of these multi millionaire multi million dollar movies, and it was actually really enjoyable and funny because of the creativity. He'd use you know kellogg's cornflakes packets it bunged some green screen it actually had action men flying through where maybe superman had been at one point in the real version but his was just as entertaining because he'd followed the same shots framed everything used the same sequences cut everything together the same way and it gave the same impression so it's all about being creative and having a bit of fun even if it's with your mobile phone
1: now i think i saw a bunch of his stuff i can't remember his name it doesn't really matter i think the various films he did actually got more views than they did the real film in the cinema the, the, this is the weird thing influencers on youtube you can take other people's stuff you can reprovision it and make it your own quite easily but and get the best flavor of it and then You've got you could have a million subscribers, and you could be making money for just having a bit of fun, you know, with something quite simple and not being overly complex. Now, you were touching on words, relationships again, and and the relationships with your audience, your relationship with your potential customers, your relationship with your suppliers, and your this. We if we're if we're not on our own, we're going to have relationships. Be them be professional, or we be the family, or whatever the various their names and are. The whole thing here is. You need to have relationships, but you could also be in. Like, what's happening in, in these lockdown scenarios out there is you can be isolated very quickly, and these relationship ties cut in the absence of reaching out using these various media just to kickstart yourself. Now this is back to the falling forward. You know, keep moving forward, even if you're stuck in. You know, you can reach out. It's it's these actions and these activities of keep doing stuff. If that didn't work do something different it's there's no measure of failure it's once you're breathing you're alive get up and and we don't know the amount of things out there says that on the 999 tries you failed and number 1000 you succeeded but anywhere along the way had you given up it's that 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 was the definition of failure it was a given up success is not actually being successful success is keep on going keep on doing keep on trying it doesn't need it that, that that's the success of continually falling forward until we get that we're now gracefully running and if you suddenly run out of steam take a break but then keep on going you're not going to just say well that was great i'm gonna lie down here and die you know the game is not over till you're dead and there's even a couple of question marks on that one (laughs) as to whether it continues afterwards what's
0: interesting is as you were talking there i was being reminded of some of the films i've worked on in the past and uh, I think I mentioned in a previous show that I'd been editing something with a with a client and all of a sudden the machine packed up and died, the hard drives went down, and we lost everything. It used to happen back then. Computers would just fail and you'd lose everything and you'd have to start again. But one of the great things was is that quite often you'd be getting yourself into a cul-de-sac in the way that you're working. And the fact that the computer just stopped and broke down and you had to start again gave you the opportunity to look at things from a fresh perspective and what we also found was that we got through the material quicker and the end result was actually better so i used to get to to, to, i used to go through my head and say if the thing breaks down then what we're about to do is going to be better than where we were going and that turned out to be the case in, in in quite a few times which i think was was really quite a powerful kind of uh situation so the thing is it is it's about When things go wrong, quite often it's it's because you may be just taking the wrong turn and you need to reconnect. The other thing is that I was thinking was that sometimes you can keep on pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and you just seem to be getting resistance all the time. And sometimes at that point, you need to just stop for a moment. And that allows things to work themselves through. It's like if you've got a wind up watch, not many people have, but if you wound it up too much, it would actually stop until it, until the spring had a chance to relax a bit, and then it'll get going again. So sometimes we need to do that ourselves. Know when the time is to relax, which is really what's going to happen come next Saturday, if you're watching this on the 20th of October, is you get an extra hour in bed because you get a chance to relax for an hour, and then you can actually move forward. So it falls back when the clock goes back, and in the spring it springs forward and you lose an hour. But there, there's where it is. So you think about that springy type thing that you do... Sometimes you can overwind things, and then you need to stop briefly, just to give it a chance to breathe. And then all these other ideas will spring into your mind and allow you to go forward. And that's something to actually bear in mind as well.
1: Now I'm I'm back to Forrest Gump. I'm back to Run Forrest Run, and I'm remembering the movie. And he just kept on running, but what he was doing was thinking. He kept on running, and he had the clarity and the mindfulness. He was out there on the open roads, and. He was, he, when he. I think someone asked him in the movie, what were you doing? He just said, I just wanted to run. I just ran. And then, but well, he was thinking. And then everyone started following him and they're all running behind him. But then he got to the, he just got to the one, he went from one coast to the other coast and turned around and went back again and then turned around and went back again. But then at one part in the film, he just got to that coast and stopped. Now everyone was running behind him. He just stopped and started walking away. And they going, where are you going? I says, I'm done. I I like that. That's it. I, I I'm now ready for the next thing. You know, it is it's like that. The time for running is over. So you go. It's it's the case. There's a time we need to be running. There's a time we can walk. It's you know, run for us, run for all of us. But it's also you know that when you've met, when you've achieved what it is you want to achieve, there stop. No, and then just swap tracks. Maybe you don't need to run as hard. You'd maybe just. You've got you found your your pace, you have found your momentum, you've found you've found your mojo. That's we're looking for our mojo. We're not gonna be setting Mars like you know running a marathon, we're not gonna be doing the hundred-meter dash. We're gonna find our little mojo and we're gonna fall forward gracefully and we're gonna keep on moving, just to let people know we're alive. And you know, if people ask us what we're doing, we're doing what we're doing. And if that doesn't work, we'll do something else. But we we it's it's I think we're finding the rhythm on uh, and that's all do wavelengths and rhythm of life and time and and what work you know you don't there are no if you start enforcing rules back on yourself then you're going to start getting tighter and restricted and stress and anxiety just go out there and do a bit of run for us run find your mojo and get your rhythm and then keep doing till you till you don't want to
0: I think it's until you don't want to. I think it's that idea that the chapter comes to a conclusion, that, that you've achieved everything you want to do within that specific project that you're doing, and there is a time just to stop. It's the same with cooking food, actually. There, there's a, there comes a point, if you keep on doing it, you're going to burn the stuff, and it's going to be of no use to anybody. So there comes a point where you kind of go, that's it, it's done. Now we're on to the next project. And actually, that's something we're doing with these kind of shows. We're we're doing them, we're going through a process we learn something from each show. We try something out for the next show. You know, it could be a small graphical thing or it could be something that we're doing with the earplugs or the backgrounds that we have here. We'll probably have to have a load of clocks behind us for this episode, just ticking away, possibly, you know, the interiors of it so that it, it relates to the idea of springing forward and going backwards and all that kind of stuff. That could be fun to do. So I think we've already worked out the backgrounds for this show. <laughs> but I think that's, that's that's important. Learn to know when... An episode comes to an end in your life, in the project you're working on, and then move on to the next one. They say they say that sometimes you should have about five or six projects on the go, because each one of them has. You can sometimes you get to a point we can go forward. So as opposed to just sitting, sitting out and stopping, you can then move up to the next one and carry that one on until we reach a point where that has to stop, and then you can move into the other one. But so it's, it's again, it's, it, they call them interrupt. We, we talked about interruptions before. That's what the computer does. It does a single task, then it gets interrupted. So it goes on to the next task. So it doesn't have to waste any time. And that's a very good process to go through.
1: Now, I'm also reminded of, now that's having projects, multiple projects, maybe within business speak, but we're back to Tony Robbins and many other, other like a uh, mentor t- coach type people out there and books and going, you have to have your five parallel or four parallel projects of you know mental life health family friends work you know it's all the above they're also running all in parallel it's when i get up out of out of here now after this show i better go out and have a fifteen minute walk come back have a bit of lunch maybe do a bit of cleaning out the back or a bit of gardening because the wife was saying they ain't going away those lists are there the grass keeps on growing the dirt keeps on piling up the washing is not going to ever stop you know so therefore keep dip in and out of the housework if you don't have a housekeeper most of us don't you know dip in and out of the the family space of well do something with the kids throw the ball for the dog don't leave them. the dogs keep on looking at me going every time i walk them by they're saying you're forgetting about the Pet project here, and we're talking about your pet project, the physical pet project of dogs and cats. We need time, we need attention, and they're nearly getting up and talking to me. I've never seen anything like it. They actually think they're learning Japanese, and they're I really think so. They're coming back and going, Here's the ball, there's the ball, this is it, please, this is what you do with it. They're trying to train me throw this for me No, and so we have to be aware of our surroundings and go there's work there's a time for it there's a time for play there's a time for pets there's a time for family you have to do all the above you have to weight it in there back to one of our previous ones of balance weight it balance it don't do any to the extreme within each one rotate it and you'll wake up and that was like
0: what's interesting about that is that we mentioned it a short time ago, is that if you feel that you're hitting a brick wall because you can't come up with a solution. I, I, I was doing coding at one point on a course, and uh, I, could, I couldn't I could work out how to solve the problem. And I, and I kept on going and going and going, and my wife said, look, take a break. So I took a break, went and had a cup of tea, and while I was in there and I was all relaxed, I suddenly went, oh my goodness, there's the solution. Why didn't I see that? Why couldn't I see that? And sometimes that only comes when you take a break, when you relax and switch off from all the others. Now you've you've allowed openness to come in, the 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 universe, if you like, to come in and to give you the ideas that you were looking for, but you just couldn't see it because you were blinded by all the other problems that you were encountering. So those breaks are very important because they give you an opportunity to unwind, to buffer the information that's going through your head, and then without really thinking about it in an unconscious way you end up coming up with a solution it just enters your head because you've now given it room to actually do that and i think that's a fascinating part of the process that's being creative as well
1: <laughs> now a lot of people are again i don't know who these people i'm using these terms uh, a lot of people not knowledgeable people they wrote books they told stories i have no idea who they are i don't know where i came from i don't know where i learned it. it's subliminally in there and what it is is you're when you're at your end of days when you're in like you know i think there was a study you know done by some psychiatrists or god knows what and they asked these people that were near their end of days what their regrets what did they regret no saying i regretted i didn't work more or, or or spend more time in the office so if you knew these things in the present before you got to the end of days you'd be going I don't need to be putting the extra hour in the end of the day. That piece of work, if it didn't fit in, was never meant to fit in. It belongs to tomorrow. Or it belongs to someone else. It's too much. Or or that's where you're... If if you're forcing yourself to do it, you're putting that anxiety and stress and pressure unnecessarily on yourself. And no one maybe in the big scheme of things will really thank you for it it doesn't actually matter in the scheme of things it only matters or perceives it's perceived by yourself maybe in the main to matter then and there because you want to get that thing done today but if it gets done tomorrow is it really going to make it is it how 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 what what matter it so I think where we are now in the, we're not at the end of the day is just yet, but we could be any day. We touched on other shows where apocalypse now and God knows what. So there are extinction level events out there. There could be an end of the day at any time. Stuff happens, shit happens, it will happen, it happens to people all over the place. So in the meantime, don't get caught up too much with I have to do this piece of work this second. If the alternative was to throw the ball for the dog because he doesn't he needs it in that now the child was looking at you to bring him to the shop and get a get a hot chocolate that was more valuable and you'll remember more near the end of days and you will regret not doing it so don't have the regret don't be building the regrets in now for a future time to look back look back at what you can build in now for then so when you're you know thinking back on memories gone and times gone past there are not there are days they are those days that you will remember because you won't remember doing a bit of extra photocopying or an extra project it's just not going to make a damn difference in the scheme of things
0: the important things. now i i that you've just reminded me of a lot of jobs that i used to do when i was a youngster uh, as an editor One of the problems was that the producer would set a deadline and you'd put all your energies to meet that deadline because you knew that once the deadline was done, you could actually then relax. And then because the the producer suddenly wanted to change their mind about something, at the last minute, they reset the deadline so there's a few more hours that you had available to do the project. And you're kind of going, I've just expended all the energy. Where am I going to find the energy now to just do those extra four hours? And then you find the extra energy And then they've changed the deadline again and you've got another eight hours to go and do. And you're sitting there kind of going, where am I going to get this? The best thing to have done would have been to say, I'm sorry, I'm not available from this point onwards. If you don't get it done, then that's it. You're out of the way. So sometimes you have to tell your producers, yes, there's a deadline because I've got to go off and throw the ball to the dog. And throwing the ball to the dog is just as important as you as a producer. So here's a ball. Fetch.
1: (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking of getting a sign print up, printed up and putting it in my pocket. And exactly every now and again, just take out that sign and, you know, wrap it around my neck and go out to lunch. You know, I'm not, you know, you might think you see me, but I'm out to lunch. I'm gone. I'm, I you know, it might be working. The weird thing is, as you say, when you throw that ball, an idea seeps in or a solution seeps in. I go to bed with a problem. I wake up with the answer, but not if I'm t- twisting and turning about it. It's more, It nearly comes better if you can relax and don't have to fret about it. But at the same time, the system and the process and the world will use up your time if you let it. If you let, if you know, someone will take your time or some job will take your time if you volunteer it in or you let it be sucked into it. This is your time. If everyone disappeared in the morning and you were all, all that matters is yourself being left. As you said, we talked about the construct before and the framework and we're in the driving seat of it. If we don't exist, the rest doesn't exist to us. It might exist without us. We don't know. We will never know because as long as the lights are on, everybody's at home. If these lights are off, it doesn't matter about the rest. So
0: just before we go, because we'll have to finish this show now on Saturday, the clocks fall back an hour, so you get an extra hour in bed on Sunday morning. In the spring, they spring forward, so you lose an hour. I hope that helps. So don't forget, clocks back Saturday night. Bye for me
1: and Extra hour in bed. Well it's an extra hour to get up and do more stuff if you're if you're charging for it. So depending on what way you look at it. Bye for now. <laughs> Take care. Bye bye.
0: Do what it says on the tin.
1: Follow and share.